You're listening to The Recovery, a series of conversations about rediscovering the ancient faith in order to reclaim our own. So this week's Advent theme, it's week three, is joy. And one of the passages, uh, the traditional passages for the week is Isaiah 65, it's verses 17 through 25. And there's a section there where God, speaking through Isaiah, is talking about reestablishing Jerusalem. This is the moment um, in Israel's history when they have returned from exile, from the Babylonian exile, to Jerusalem to find Jerusalem in disarray. The temple had been destroyed. Um, they, of course, were ecstatic, I'm sure, to be traveling home finally. And when they get there, they find a mess. And so they have been crying out to God for help. Uh, and Isaiah delivers the words of God in which he says, he will reestablish Jerusalem uh, and they will find joy. He will rejoice in them. He goes on to say that they will um, enjoy the fruits of their labor. He goes on to say that they will enjoy the fruits of their labor. Uh, no longer will one build a home and someone else will live there. No longer will one sow and another will reap. Um, that they will get to enjoy uh, the work that they do. Um, and it reminds me uh, of, and it ought to remind everyone, I think, of the Genesis story. If we go all the way back to the beginning, as the story tells us, God created humans, Adam and Eve, and puts them in the garden. Um, and I was listening on the way home, a uh, little, little road trip I was on recently, and turned the radio on for some reason. Uh, haven't done that in a long time, but came across some Christian radio broadcast and uh, the guy who was uh, teaching was talking about how the fall uh, broke the role of humans in the world that we were created and given dominion over the world and when we sinned in the garden, uh, that dominion was taken from us and given to Satan. And that's one way to look at the story. Uh, I think a, a mother, another uh, more biblical way is to say that, and to understand that the the Genesis story as presented to us is a story that describes um, the building of a temple of a of the the world as a temple, and in that temple, man, human beings, Adam and Eve, were given the role of the priests, and so God creates this world in which is good. He creates man. And he says it's very good. Um, and he gives the the human beings not simply dominion in the sense that they are now in charge and in control, but they have a particular role, and that is to mediate God's blessing in the world. And so as the priests would later in the, in the tabernacle, the temple, um, they were to face one way and receive the blessing from God, goodness, the, the, the grace and the mercy and the love that God has for the world, and then turn around and as his image bearers, portray that to the world. And then at the same time, they were to, in essence, collect the praise and the goodness and the adoration from the world and then turn back to God and offer it to God. And so there was this mediation that was going on between God and the world, and that was meant to happen through mankind. And when they sin, rather than um, taking up their proper role, they try to be like God, right? So they try to usurp God uh, and abdicate their proper role. 
uh, and Scott McKnight has got a book um, on the gospel as King Jesus. Uh, it actually is called the King Jesus Gospel. Um, makes the point that in kicking Adam and Eve, man, out of the garden, uh, God was doing us a favor, right? And and the point he makes is, God says as he does that, uh, we can't let them tr- drink or eat of the tree of life. In essence, what he's saying is they have broken the image-bearing capacity that they have, and we can't allow that to become immortal. And so from that point on, God decides that he's going to fix the world. He's going to fix the brokenness that we cause and restore us uh, as human beings into our right role, that is the mediators. uh, And and we need to understand that having dominion or control over the world is a a stewardship role, that we are charged with caring for this place uh, as God would care for it himself. And also, as we said, reflect of the goodness and the beauty in the world back to God. And so the history of the Bible, the Old Testament, is God attempting to call people to do this well, right? So he calls Abraham, he establishes a nation, and the the blessing, the promise was that he will create a nation out of Abraham who will bless the whole world. And, And that is a way of saying, through this nation, through these people, I will come to the whole world. So you will mediate my goodness into the world. Um, and also, again, gather the worship of the world back to um, back to, to me, to, to God. And so Israel sets out with that task, and again and again they fail. Um, and so they try to do it as a people, led by, by Moses and then Joshua, uh, then into the judges. Um, then we get some of the prophets, the first being uh, sort of Samuel is the the bridge character between the judges and the prophets. Um, reluctantly, God sets up a king, uh, Saul and then David. Um, things go south real quick after that as Solomon uh, doesn't act quite right. His son does even worse. The kingdom of Israel breaks apart into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, uh, and, and things are just a mess until finally, of course, Jesus is sent, right? And so he is the God-man. He is the man who can fulfill this role, this mediate, mediating role, um, where he brings God to the world and then he uh, ref- he reflects as our mediator even today at the right hand of God. He stands and intercedes for us. And so he's, um, you know, and as we pray, we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? We're praying in solidarity with and through Jesus back to God. And, and that's the role that we were created for. And so as we turn back to this Isaiah passage, when it talks about uh, God recreating Jerusalem and the people finding joy, and then it goes on to talk about the joy that they will find in their work, we are reminded that uh, our our joy is to be found in our work, in our role. And so as we talk this week and reflect this week of Advent, on what it means to find joy and how to find joy. We've been talking here at the church uh, through the first week of hope, the second week of peace, and now this third week of joy. Uh, Practical ways, practical instructions that we find in the text, in the biblical text, about how to find these things. How do you find hope? How do you find peace? And this week, how do you find joy? It's, It's pretty clear, actually, that one of the ways that we find joy is to find our role in the kingdom. Right, that there is there is a role, there is a work for each of us to do, to do that we are created to do, and when we find that, uh, it resonates with our soul. And it's not always easy. A lot of times it's very challenging and very hard, and it it uh, comes sometimes at a cost, right? But 
living into that role, living into that calling is one of the primary ways that we can find joy. Um, so I, I just wanted to throw this out there to, to sort of highlight that point, that joy is um, certainly, I, we haven't even defined it, but joy is, is something that deeper and more pervasive than happiness. Uh, you can be unhappy but still find joy. Uh, happy is uh, fleeting. Um, it's a, f- a feeling where joy is sort of a, not even contentedness, but a, a, a purposeful uh, reality that we uh, that we find, and it is in finding our role in the kingdom, in the world, the thing that we were called to do to help mediate God's blessing to the world, and then also to take the world's praise and adoration and love for God and reflect that back to Him. Um, it's in finding that we that we often find joy. And so I just want to encourage everyone to think about that. Uh, how can we in our daily lives, um, how can we see the things that we are doing as work, as doing that? And I know in my professional career, there have been moments where I've come face to face with the reality that what I'm doing professionally doesn't do that, at least not in the way that I was called to. Perhaps someone else can find that meaning in this work, but I'm not. And so I need to go find something else um, and that ultimately has led me into uh, my current line of work as a, as a pastor. Um, and so I just want to encourage you to give that thought. Uh, try and see the work you do in that in that vein, um, and hopefully you'll find joy. And again, as was the case with me, if you get to the point where you cannot do that, well, then maybe we need to think about finding some other work uh, that does do that. So hope that's helpful. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing this out or telling a friend about it. If you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook as Rev Sam Osborne. I'd love to hear from you. We'll see you next time.